0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to In Bloom Podcast, or welcome if you are new. My name is Abby Aslan, and I'm the host of this podcast. So, it is currently 10 o'clock on Sunday night, the night before this episode goes live. I literally just got home from Florida like an hour and a half ago, and I am exhausted. Um, I had a great weekend at home. I rode home with my brother and sister in law, it's like a 10 hour drive back to Florida from Houston and I was just there from late Thursday night until today and we went for my brother's birthday and for my dad's paddleboard race which I've told you all about that he does every year for charity and it was a really great weekend just to be with the family and do that and I got um, a good amount of studying done honestly while I was at home so I'm like proud of myself for that and if you're new here I'm studying for the CPA Um, so when I say studying that's what I'm talking about but I don't know why I just kind of blurted out a little recap of my weekend but um also I am now a y'all are the first people to know cuz I haven't even posted anything on Instagram just cuz I kind of haven't been like so into instagram over the weekend and I just haven't been able to film any videos or anything with my hair but y'all in the podcast are the first to know but I now have like all dark hair um if you follow me on my regular instagram you know I have like a lot of blonde highlights normally but I got sick of the maintenance of it even though I had like a low maintenance highlight for being a dark brunette i really loved the way the blonde looked when i styled my hair but i have naturally curly hair and if you have naturally curly hair you know that like the more you style it the worse it is on your curls and like your curl pattern and everything so i always try not to style it a lot but i only really like loved the blonde when it was styled because when it was curly i like liked it when i first got my hair done but then it would be like a month later or like three weeks later like when it's curly it just looks so different and I just feel like I know like getting the blonde in my hair and everything and toning it all the time is not the best for it and I actually don't even get my hair done in Houston. I literally just got it done when I was at home. I've luckily gone home um, around the time for me to get my hair done each time this year, so I haven't had to find like a new hairstylist or anything, but I pretty much just went back dark because one, it's fall um, two, I was sick of it, like I said, with the way it looked at my curly hair. And I know it'll be healthier for my hair to do this. And three, I just – it didn't make sense for me to have something when I only liked it a lot when my hair was styled a certain way. So I wanted something that I'd be more confident in with just my hair natural, the way it is, whatever. But, yeah, it's, like, really dark. Um, I told her to go as close to, like, my natural root as possible, which my hair gotten so much darker over the years, um, like, compared to high school because I was in the sun – all the time in high school. So my hair was like a, it was still a deep brown, but it had like very strong like red and like light brown undertones kind of. Um And like now my roots are just like really close to black, I feel like. So my, the like glaze type thing she did all over my hair is basically um, pretty close to black, but in the sun, it looks red in some parts because of the blonde highlights that were in my hair before. So that's that. Um, don't know why I decided to give you all that update, but that's just what came out of my mouth. So <laughs> there it is. But this week, we're going to be talking about routines. And before you exit out of this episode and say, oh my gosh, you have talked about routines so many times, please stay because it's not what you think. It's not like the typical routine episode. Um, I'm going to be talking about how our definition of routine is kind of just like not right and it's a little bit just messed up in a way and how like our routines just aren't enough sometimes um and how to kind of just redefine routines for yourself I guess to get yourself re-inspired to do the things that you know are good for you to do and you know eliminate those bad habits you may have so, um before we get started, of course I have to get into my quote goal and gratitude. So, my quote this week is from Connor Franta or Franta. And it says, I refuse to live a life of regret. I refuse to hope things will get better in the future when I have complete control over making them the best possible right here and now. We have one life and none of us knows how long our life will be or what will become of it. The possibilities are truly infinite. I really like this quote for this week's episode specifically for like the opening line um, or lines. I refuse to live a life of regret. I refuse to hope things will get better in the future when I have complete control over making them the best possible right here and now just to reemphasize that I had to say it twice because that's sort of like the headspace that I kind of like snapped into this week I was like you know I find myself saying all the time like uh, I hope tomorrow will be better and I hope that tomorrow will be the day that I finally do the things that I know are best for myself finally start my day the way that I know makes me the happiest and puts me in like the best mood and puts my best foot forward for the day like, maybe tomorrow, like, I hope tomorrow it goes that way, and just kind of having that mindset of, like, oh, like, I hope it's gonna get better, and I hope I'll do it tomorrow, like, that kind of thing, it's so passive and lazy, honestly, like, in my opinion, um, for me, and, like, the way when I, like, think about myself, like, internally saying that to myself, it's really just me being lazy, and, like, I know that I'm, like, exhausted right now just from everything I have going on, But I can't, like, keep using that as an excuse when I know that I literally wouldn't feel nearly as exhausted and burnt out if I, like, actually poured a little bit more into myself during the day. And that's, like, why I like this quote so much. Because it's, like, I have control over, you know, doing those things that, like, make me happy and, like, lift my mood and, like, start my day off on the right foot, end my day on the right foot. Like, have one thing I do a week that I can, like, look forward to. All those types of things. I have that under my control. Like that's in my hands. No one is telling me what I can and can't, you know, do in the morning or evening or what I can and can't do on the weekend is self-care or, you know, whatever it may be. But that's all in my hands. So I'm tired of pretending like it's out of my control and just using it as an excuse to not do those things and I am just really sick of that. So I really like this because it's just a good reminder that we have complete control over making things you know like the best possible it could be like right here and now like it just takes us like being aware of that and like doing what it takes to get to that point um and obviously there are certain things like this quote's very generalized but there are things that we don't have control over but you know what this quote is referring to it's referring to those things that we do have control over so keep that in mind My goal for this week is to get up early every morning and I'm not typically one to like set these types of goals like, oh, like do this every single morning of the week or for the next month. Like, I just think it's a little much sometimes um, because things happen and then I hate like setting goals and then, you know, something outside of my control does happen per se and I have to stay up super late or I just like don't have a good night of sleep because of stress, whatever it may be. And then I feel like a failure when I don't get up early in the morning if I set a goal for myself for waking up early every day this week. You see what I mean? Like, that's why I, I don't like setting myself up for disappointment because I know things do happen outside of my control. So that's why I ha- I'm, like, working on that whole thing of, you know, if it's outside of my control, I can't beat myself up about it. But if it's something I can't control, then, you know, I need to own up to it and take responsibility for it. Like, if I'm staying up late because I'm scrolling on my phone – and I don't get up early because I stayed up late doing that. That's a whole other story. But I really just don't like setting those goals and then having those things happen because the way I am towards myself, that's just what ends up happening is I end up you know, saying those things to myself like, oh, you didn't wake up this morning. You failed at your goal. I don't want to think like that. So <laughs> that's why I try to avoid setting those goals. But I am setting it because I know that Um, I'm capable of it. I've been waking up pretty much no later than 630, like over the last week. So I know it'll be fine. Um, and I just get so much more done in my day when I get up early and I just like having that head start on the day. If I have to take a power nap, I'm like allowing myself to do that because it's 30 minutes where I can just close my eyes and like recharge for, to get through the rest of the day. And there was a period of time where I thought that just like waking up a little bit later, and not really napping during the day was better and I think at times it is but like right now getting up during or earlier is it's like the difference between me getting like half the amount of work done or like double the amount of work done so I really really have been loving that lately and since my like CPA exam that I'm taking in less than two weeks which makes me want to throw up um but since that's at 8 30 in the morning I want to be like in a habit over you know these next two weeks up until the exam of just getting up the same time every day so that it's not like a surprise on exam day because chances are I'm probably going to get up way earlier than I need to on exam day so that's my goal and I just have a lot to do this week and I'm trying to like actually be get ahead of my study schedule so I can fit a few extra days in um because I'm just feeling worried honestly so like I feel good but I also feel worried so I don't know. I'm just trying to fit a few days in to get a little bit more of just like concrete review in and not be as rushed. So that's that. And my gratitude for this week, I'm just really thankful I got to go home and that I had safe travels. I honestly get a lot of anxiety um, going on road trips now. I don't know what it is, but when I was younger, I never used to think twice about like going on road trips. And um, even like the drive from my brother's house, which is like thirty or forty minutes away to my apartment, I like was so stressed, and it was because I was driving at night in like Houston. and like even three years ago or four years ago when I lived in Houston for a summer for an internship, didn't think twice about it. Like I thought I mean, I did it first, but I got used to it and then like, I never was worried about like driving at night or anything like that. but now it's like every time I drive, it's like so stressful. And I didn't even drive on the actual road trip because my brother was driving his truck. But I just get so stressed and I'm like so sick of that. But I'm so thankful that we had a safe uh, trip there and back. And I'm just so thankful to have time with family. I think it was really great for me to have that little break in my very mundane routine of literally sitting at my desk all day but I was still studying. So it was like, I didn't fall off my routine of studying or anything, but I was able to like remove myself completely from my environment, which was honestly much needed. So let's go ahead and get into the episode. So I know I said that it's about routines and I know I talk about routines a lot on this podcast y'all. And I promise it's for good reason. Like Routines are seriously such an important part of our life. And, you know, like this episode, or not this episode, this podcast is called In Bloom. And the whole point of this podcast is to sort of remind y'all, y'all of how you can, you know, just bloom into the best version of yourself where you're planted and, you know, just become that best version of you and fulfill your potential and that's sort of just like the gist of this entire podcast is inspiration for doing all of those things and just sort of life lessons learned along the way and as you all know a part of all of that is routine um you know if you lack routine and journal general, general in your life and you just like don't have a lot of routine going on the chances are you're, you know you're gonna have a harder time like reaching concrete goals and stuff because you know you just don't really have a optimized way of working towards them and or it's just going to take a longer time which is fine but routines are like proven to you know enhance your productivity efficiency and all that stuff and there's a lot more to routines than productivity and and efficiency and I really just think that they're such a foundation for so much in our life and so much of our life like revolves around those routines and they change season to season you know like our routines aren't the same right now as they were like a year ago and they aren't the same maybe right now as they were a month ago and that's the beauty of them you know they change with us and as we grow and as we bloom our routine should as well and they should always be sort of I like to think of it as like pottery or just like, I don't know, like some sort of mold where it's like we have us and then like our routine should be like adding in places where we need it and, you know, like taking away in places where we don't. And, you know, just molding it to fit um, what works for us personally the best and molding it to fit our lifestyle and like what we're wanting out of our day and week and month or whatever it is. So, Anyways, I've just been so frustrated with myself lately because in my head, like, it's sitting in the back of my mind, I have these intentions for my routine and how I want my days to go, um, just so that I can, you know, start my day off on the right note, end my day on the right note, or, you know, have one thing to look forward to each week, and really, I specifically mean, like, my sleep schedule and my morning routine, and like I said earlier, I can't help but to feel like a failure when I don't stick to those things, and I, like, create the expectation in my head, and then nine times out of ten, I don't follow through with those intentions that I have in my head, which ultimately ultimately leads to that disappointment. So it got me thinking, why is it so hard for me to follow through with certain intentions for my routines and be consistent? Because it's not that I don't have a routine and good habits, because I really do. Like, there are things that I do every morning, every night, every week that you know, count as routine and I adhere to those things and I'm very consistent with them. So I know I'm capable of it, but there's just those few extra things that like I know that I want to do each day that I really struggle with. And it's not really like that base underlying routine that's hard. It's those like added habits that you know will like improve your day or your night and your quality of life so that you know in the back of your mind you should do them, but you just can't really consistently get yourself to do them as an addition to your routine. I like to think of that as like an ice cream sundae. So, you know, like you have your vanilla ice cream and like your hot fudge. So then like you have toppings, but like your vanilla ice cream and your hot fudge is like your base routine. So it's like, you know, getting up in the morning, brushing your teeth, eating your breakfast, getting dressed, having coffee, whatever it, it looks like for you. And then you have your toppings. So maybe sprinkles, nuts, cherries, um, another like caramel sauce. All of those things I like to think of as, you know, like your morning movement, um, meditation, journaling, um, you know, calling a friend or a family member if that's what you want to do in the morning or evening, whatever it is. All of those things are the toppings you add to your Sunday, that are sort of like your supplemental habits and you may not it may not be something you're striving to do every day but it's something that you want to inherently be consistent whether consistency means daily or weekly or bi-weekly or whatever whatever it means for you and i kind of just wanted to go through like the problems like when i really like sat down i had a lot of times like think and plan out this episode um, because I had this little like epiphany to do this episode last week but I was like I'm gonna plan it on my road trip because that's when I'll like get like the good thinking juices flowing so I was had plenty of time to like really sit and think like what do I think holds me back from doing these things like what are my problems with you know doing these topping style habits and things that I know that will make my quality of life better and make me look forward to my day more and why am I having such a hard time doing them so one problem is that I really think I'm just thinking too much um you know like I get so in my head about the things I want to do that I get overwhelmed because it goes from being something I just have like this desire to do and then it turns into feeling like a burden because I've dwelled on it for too long before I've actually done it and my brain has forced me to think of it as just another item on my to-do list rather than something I have good intentions for and truly want to do. And if I think about it too much, I just create this buildup that makes it feel daunting or overwhelming instead of just taking it for what it is and trying it out. And honestly, the best way to, you know, address this and like eliminate it is to just like try it when you think of it. Because if you're like me, you know, you think about it and you just keep thinking about it every single day until you finally decide to do it. But before you know it, you've been thinking about it every day for over a year and you have yet to try it because it has just become this thing that you sort of accidentally began to resent and you haven't even tried it yet just because it became sort of like a to-do list checkoff task. Another thing to add to your already busy day. And I think if you just try it when you first think of it, you're a lot less likely to have it turn into one of those to-do list type items. And if it does turn into that, then maybe you need to, you know, adjust it a little or like change something up about it because there's other ways for you to implement it into your routine or something. So that's kind of like my first problem that I feel like I have when it comes to these like extra supplemental habits. And another problem I think I have is that since I've sort of planned to do something and I've like read, you know, and heard how it changes people's lives people's lives in so many ways, I almost have a fear of trying it and it not helping me the way I expected it to and being disappointed with it. So what I mean by that, that was like very vague, what I mean is when I think of like doing yoga in the morning or meditating in the morning, I hear, you know, all the time in YouTube videos, podcasts, reading books, articles, blogs, Pinterest, whatever, that it's life-changing and you know it just the best way to start your morning and you watch these YouTube videos and it's so like just nice to watch and it looks so just perfect and I just feel like having that expectation before I've even tried it in my head or that visual of it I it's almost like I have this subconscious fear of trying it and it not doing the same for me as it appears to or and not be as impactful I guess as it was to these people that I've read from and watched videos from or on the other end you know it doesn't look the same as those people's like when they've done it and then I become disappointed with it and I give it up even though it is something good for me but I am ignoring that and I'm just thinking about the overall aesthetics of it and whether or not like my execution of it mirrors someone else's and you know, I have to remind myself that it's okay if something works for someone but doesn't work for me. And my morning routine and my night routine, they don't need to look like another influencer's. It doesn't need to look like a CEO's. It doesn't need to look like my friends or another family member's. It doesn't need to look like anyone else's but my own. And, you know, the best routine for you is the one you create for yourself, not the one that you try to mirror from someone else. And that's why it's so important to abandon. This mindset that I'm explaining of being scared that it won't work for you or won't look the same for you and never giving it a shot and how important it is to just accept that trial and error that's inherently a part of routines. You know you can get inspired by other people's routines all day long but in reality you know everyone's routine has their own little unique formula and it optimizes everyone's performance and well-being and health and efficiency differently. You know, like my, my Sunday isn't going to look just like your Sunday because we have different preferences and, you know, our lives look completely different. And the more I try to make my routine look like someone else's, I become dissatisfied with the routine more frequently because it's not one that I truly, you know, want And I struggle with inconsistency for longer since I'm trying to follow a routine that's literally shaped for someone else's life. Of course, you're not going to be consistent with something if you're trying to follow it on someone else's time schedule or if you're trying to follow it based on someone else's life. And I'm also going to keep feeling disappointed from not being able to stick to something since it was never meant for me in the first place. Like, hello, can I get an amen, please? (laughs) Um, Not really, but you guys know what I'm saying. Another problem I have is I forget that routines sort of encompass a wide variety of things. So like I said earlier, we have our vanilla and our hot fudge if we're making a hot fudge Sunday, of our base. And, you know, mentally I tend to limit the scope of the routine to the things that look good on social media or are trending for routines. And I pay no mind to the other things that are already a part of my routine So to put that into perspective, I limit the idea of routines in my head to just the fancy toppings and I completely ignore that the base is already there. It's like I tell myself it if it isn't something aesthetically pleasing in terms of routines, oh, it doesn't count as part of my routine. Like I'm not doing enough because that's not really like an aesthetically pleasing part of a routine. So everything else I'm doing doesn't matter. When in reality, you know, if you're doing things in your routine solely for the way they'll be perceived by others, whether that's on social media or not, then you're doing it for the wrong reason. And secondly, you know, it makes me pay no mind and give no recognition to those things that I already do that are good. Like getting outside in the morning, eating breakfast, brushing my teeth, making my bed, etc. You know, you can't pick and choose what parts of your routine you want to recognize because then you'll never truly be satisfied with it since you're only paying mind to what you're lacking in your routine and not giving any recognition to what you're already doing well it's like looking at a hot fudge sunday and you know only looking at the toppings and you know just basically eating a hot fudge sunday without the hot fudge and ice cream like that's not a hot fudge sunday that's basically what you're doing when you're sitting here and only recognizing the aspects of your routine that you're seeing in other people's lives that may look good and you want them for yourself But you're paying no mind to like what you've already been doing for yourself. And it's so easy to brush off those little things that, you know, they are small and mundane at the end of the day, but they still are something that we do every day. And we should, you know, be proud of ourselves for that and recognize it. Because how are we supposed to build on our base routine if we're not even like recognizing that our base is even there? And, you know, recognizing what you already do well is a confidence boost and feeling capable of trying the new things for your routine so if you're someone who's you know like not really doing well with the whole routine thing because of a lack of confidence when it comes to trying new things if you can like take a second to just like write down like or just think about even all the things that you do every day or maybe weekly or monthly that you stick to you will see how much you actually do kind of subconsciously and like don't really think about it so it's just very like go with the flow those types of things are still a part of your routine but they're there you just don't really pay much mind to them and another problem is fear and how it keeps me from doing things that I know that I need Um, you know for example I've said for years on YouTube videos and I've said it for pretty much since this podcast started how much I want to meditate and have it be a part of my routine because I'm just someone who's very in their head. Um, you know, my my brain never shuts off. It is constantly running. I'm constantly thinking about stuff. I can never just be still. It's something I have tried to work on over the years. And I'd like to think it's gotten a little bit better. But when I get stressed out, um, all of that progress kind of goes out the window. And I'm back to just being a scatterbrain mess. It really impacts my memory. Um, I notice that my short-term memory is utter garbage and I will not remember something a conversation I had yesterday with somebody I won't remember who I had it with and then I find myself repeating things to people and it's just a mess and I like I am fully aware that like it makes my memory so bad because I am so scatterbrained all the time and because I'm so stressed so I know that having something that would force me to be still would make me so much more First of all, it made me so much more calm starting my day out instead of just starting my day out with like a ton of cortisol running through my system and just being like frantic from the moment I wake up. And second, it would just be a great way to force me to be still when the rest of my day feels like utter chaos all the time. And I think if I started my day that way, the rest of my day wouldn't feel as stressful as I tend to make it out to be in my head. But I haven't even tried it once and I've been saying this for forever So in my head, it really doesn't make any sense, you know, like I can do all of these other things as part of my routine and I've even tried other things out before, but it's like I've had this mental block with meditation over the years and I finally realized, you know, there's a reason why and it's just because I am such a mental person and can never be still and the thought of just sitting in silence with just my mind is really intimidating and makes me uncomfortable And, you know, I had that same issue with journaling. I had a big mental block with it because I'm someone who suppresses my feelings. So putting them on paper felt scary and impossible, honestly. So I finally got into it by taking, you know, baby steps. And I'm still in those baby steps now with using the guided journal prompts and just guided journals so that I could still have those benefits of journaling and warm myself up to it as a habit before like diving into stream of consciousness journaling where you literally just like brain dump everything you're thinking onto a page or like take a thought and like run with it and see where it takes you like I don't do that and I haven't been able to do it yet but you know I took that small step and got past that mental block and you know I've seen how journaling helps me you know practice gratitude and help me stay off my phone in the morning and set my intentions for the day and not set the small small stuff so now it's like, okay, if that happened with journaling, clearly something similar will happen with meditating, and you know, now that I've realized that's the case for me with meditating, I'm consciously making myself aware of all the positive that can come out of me doing it to help that feeling of fear that I have, and I'm almost excited, like I said, to start doing that, and finally just take that step and try it, because thinking about all it could provide for me and do for me on a positive note sort of silences that fear in the back of my mind a little bit that, oh my gosh, being just still in silence with just my mind is scary, as a scary thought to me. So I like that I'm able to sort of have a sentiment of excitement towards it instead of fear because I feel like it's just been something which just sounds silly that something like meditation could cause me to be like apprehensive and fearful but seriously y'all like when you're someone who when with when your mind is constantly going you know that like any moment like you crave stillness and like not doing anything but like for me that means like I'm still thinking about something like I may be sitting in my bed but like I'm probably, like, jotting down notes in my phone about my next podcast episode or about a video idea. Like, it's never truly shut off, you know? And I – it just feels good to, like, finally have that sentiment, I guess, of excitement towards it from keeping in mind all the good things it could do for me and letting that sort of mask that fear. And, you know, that feels a lot better than constantly telling myself I'm going to try it when in the back of my mind I know I never will. And it makes me feel like I actually will make that step and I'll let y'all know when I do. <laughs> but um a few of the things that I've like I guess now getting into like the things that I sort of have struggled with when it comes to implementing into my quote unquote routine regardless of the time of day or how often they happen during the week are yoga, meditating, journaling and actually getting ready for the day and not getting on my phone for the first hour. So those are like five things, preferably daily, that I would like to have in my routine. But the only one I've never even like tried before is meditating. I've tried all of those others um, at different points in time in my life. And I sort of had the mindset when I tried those things of, I'm going to try doing this, you know, every day and see how I like it. And then when I didn't feel like doing it one day and I just didn't do it, I didn't really ever do it again, and not for all of these things, just for some of them, like, um, yoga, for example, I started trying, doing it, like, every day, and then, like, one day, I just, like, didn't really feel like it, and I was just lazy, I, it was a cop-out, so I was, like, I'm not gonna do it, and then I just didn't do it again, and I didn't, like, ask myself, like, how could I best fit this into my day-to-day, where I would still get it done, and, still get the benefits of it but do it in a way that like fits this day best for me. And I think that when we get to these roadblocks where we can't get ourselves to do something that we know is good for us and that we want to do, we have to ask ourselves what we think the root of that is. You know, like are you avoiding trying it because you maybe don't actually want to do it and you're just trying to live out someone else's routine? Does some aspect of what you want to try scare you in the way that you know journaling and meditation scare me? Are you just scared of trying something new and messing up your current routine? Are you worried you won't like it after making it out to be something amazing in your head? Are you just being lazy? Um, you know, are you not giving yourself enough credit for the routine you already have, and as a result, you don't have enough confidence to try something new that may scare you a little? It could be any of those reasons, or it could be something totally different. But the point is, once you get past that and address what's holding you back from trying something that could actually be good for you, it gets a lot easier to just try it because you're way more comfortable with trying and knowing versus trying and never knowing. And, you know, for me, some of these things aren't as valuable to me if I do them in the same exact way every single day. For example, um, you know, getting exercise and movement in in the morning is something that I know I love and is super beneficial for me but one working out and exercising in the morning isn't always you know the best case scenario for my routine at any given time like some periods of my life it's be- it has been best for me to go right after I got up in the morning whether that was at you know 6 30 or 8 o'clock and then you know like other times of my life it's better to do it in the middle of the day around lunch because it splits my day up. And secondly, you know, I cannot, absolutely cannot go to the same spin class at the same time every day. I can't go weight train at the same time every day. I can't go walk on the treadmill every day, etc. You know, I aim for four to five days of activity a week and I prefer it in the morning, but it is so much more enjoyable if I just switch it up. Obviously, it's a lot easier to be consistent if you're going at the exact same time and doing the exact same thing every day. But, you know, for me, it's more enjoyable and I look forward to it more if I'm able to add some variety into it. You know, some mornings it may look like a longer outdoor walk with my dog than usual or it's 12, 3.30 on the treadmill some mornings. And, you know, some mornings I may be doing a little bit of weight training and some mornings it is a spent class. The point is I'm doing the same type of thing at the end of the day when it comes to the type, but I refuse to force myself to bore myself with something or give up on doing something just because I'm being so strict about doing the exact same thing every day and trying to adhere to a quote-unquote routine and just, you know, have that word routine in the back of my mind when it doesn't have to be that way. And just because there is variety doesn't mean you failed or that you can't be consistent. It just means you know how to listen to yourself and you know how to adjust and adapt in order to make something work best for you. And I find that this works best when you sort of already developed a habit. You know, it's a little hard to start something and not do it consistently for like the first few weeks. So for example, like if you're really wanting to get into working out, It's probably going to be a little bit more difficult for you to be consistent if you don't go at the same time every day for the first couple of weeks. But once you've gone at the same time of day for those first couple of weeks, and I'm not meaning like every day, but like all the days that you do go, you're going at the same day. So like that aspect of it is the same. Once you get past those first few weeks of doing that, I think that this is when adding that variety in is like actually really, really helpful because you, you like tell yourself like, oh, this is the routine I started with. So this is what I need to keep doing. This is what I have to keep doing. It's my routine. But you can like shape it a little and like, you know, obviously shape it towards your goals. Like if you're, you know, trying to build a ton of muscle, then what you're doing for your workouts might look different than, you know, what you were doing if you weren't trying to build a ton of muscle or whatever it may be. But I truly do think that this works best when you aren't, you know, just starting out a habit. I think that implementing variety can be really helpful, but I think that it's something you should try once you've already sort of got it in your routine. But maybe you're just getting a little bored with it, or you're trying to add it into your life in another way, or you're trying to add a similar thing in your life, or to a similar part of your day, and you just don't really know how to get it going and I actually think routines are just much more sustainable in the long run and enjoyable if you know how to implement variety in what you do and I don't think you need variety necessarily for each little piece of your routine but doing one thing differently each day can make a world of a difference in keeping your routine exciting and enjoyable you know whether that's switching up your morning workout or trying a different coffee or changing your alarm sound when you wake up in the morning or journaling in a different room than you normally do Um, listening to a book instead of reading a book in the morning. Whatever it may be, it can make something that gets mundane with time more interesting and keep it exciting for a bit longer. And you know, every single day is different for us and the energy and time that we have to give our routines will vary. And if we can accept that need to adjust things and think of it as an opportunity to keep us in our routine that we know is good for us, Instead of telling us that we're failing at our routine because we had to make adjustments, it can keep us in our routines for longer and change the way we see them. And instead of pressuring ourselves to adhere to a perfect pattern each day, we can just accept that each day will look different, and we can make the most of each day by allowing ourselves to adjust our routines in the way we need to for it to work for us that day. And it doesn't mean, you know, giving yourself an excuse to not do something just because you don't want to. It means actively thinking of ways to still do that part of your routine, but in a way that makes you excited to do it that day and in a way that works for you and your schedule. And I'm not saying you like can't take a day off from something. I'm just saying sometimes we count ourselves out of our routines, out of intimidation and fear when we can just as easily keep ourselves in it and do the things that help us most in the long run if we take that step back and ask ourselves how we can make those things work in our favor that day instead of just feeling like we're working them into our day and you know we often make excuses for ourselves and turn to our behaviors that we like to sort of run to when we avoid what we know we really want to or should be doing and you know for me that's snoozing my alarm a few times and scrolling on my phone in bed in the morning because I'm trying to avoid starting a day full of studying because to be honest, it's kind of hard to want to get out of bed when that's what I know my day is going to look like every day. And then I kind of remind myself of all the little parts of my routine in my day that I get to do, like having a nice cup of coffee and feeling the sun on my skin and expressing gratitude and just being grateful and remembering how grateful I am to even be able to study for the CPA exam full-time. I can sort of snap myself out of those avoidant behaviors and just take on the day, instead of just, you know, making excuses for myself to cop myself out of things that I know are good for me. And I guess the whole point of this episode was for me to let you guys know that I struggle with, with routines. Everyone does. And a lot of times it's just in our heads, you know. And in our heads, routine... Sort of has this connotation of just being like relentless and consistent and strict and structured. And all of those things are intimidating, but in practice, our routines don't have to look like that. You know, yes, they need to be consistent in order to be a routine. That's just like an inherent part of the word. But, you know, something does not have to be done daily to be considered a routine or at the same time every single day for it to be a routine. It can be once a week or once a month, or it can be daily and just at a different time every day, or it can be daily and just maybe have a little variety each day. And I also just wanted to emphasize, you know, that your concept of routine and the habits you really want to have become a part of your routine are so much easier to identify and attain if you could remember the why behind each of those habits and sort of allow yourself To shape them, you know, for each day or each week, you do them in a way that fits best for you. And it doesn't have to look the same every day or every week. And oftentimes, you know, the variety is what keeps us going with our routines. I know it does for me. And I don't know about you all, but I am personally just had the realization this week that I'm tired of making excuses for myself and I'm tired of saying, I'm tired, or and using that as an excuse. And yes, I am tired, but I often forget that if I just pour a little bit of extra time into myself, maybe I won't feel as tired, you know. And I often find myself saying, My life's just too difficult right now to like try these new things, even though I know in the back of my mind they will benefit me. And I just turn to my avoid- avoidant behaviors instead, just because that's the easy way out. So I've just had enough of doing that, and I've had enough of not taking that extra time for myself each day. Um, that I really want to do those certain habits and just pretending like it's too difficult for me to take another 30 minutes out of my day to do them. So that was kind of like the point of this whole episode. You know, it's, I just had this realization. I was like, I'm sick and tired, being sick and tired type of thing. I was like, you know what? Yes, studying sucks, but you know, it doesn't have to, like I pretty much fell honestly into this mindset like i consciously remember having these thoughts which like is what makes it scary like i let myself fall into this i let myself fall into this routine of you know i told myself you know life is really difficult for me right now you know like i'm studying for these hard exams full time and you know i'm like trying to you know run a podcast and you know like run my youtube channel like by myself and like do all of these things and, you know, still, you know, maintain a healthy lifestyle and still take time for myself and all of this stuff and still emotionally process, you know, like being done with college and living in a new city, all of these things. And I sort of just took all of that and bundled it and was like, this is a good excuse for me to just throw any and every form of daily self-care out the window like I have used it as an excuse and a crutch almost um for myself when it comes to working out like I still do work out every single week but it's looking more like two or three times rather than like four or five and I know that I like feel my best and my stress is way lower if I'm hitting that four times a week mark like there's a huge difference for me personally between like two times a week and four times a week and that's just me personally it may not look like that for you But I use it as a crutch, and I tell myself, you know, like, oh, you're busy, it's okay. You know, like, it doesn't matter, you're busy. And I tell myself that for things like journaling. I only do journaling on the mornings where I feel inclined to do it, rather than just, like, doing it because I know it's good for me. And... I haven't really put any effort into stretching into the morning even though I am literally at a desk all day long which thankfully I have a standing desk now so I can stand at it but that still doesn't change the fact that I'm like pretty much stationary all day long and I know how much stretching could like benefit me before I get or after I get out of bed and then before I go to bed and I use the excuse of oh things are difficult right now but like um sweetie my screen time tells me otherwise. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's not like horrible, like obviously because I'm studying and everything, but I'm like, okay, if I have, you know, like an hour and a half to two hours to be on social media during the day, (laughs) I have time to do those things for myself. Like, come on, don't be like that. And that's just me being real, you know, and just saying like, I can't be sitting here using the circumstances of my current lifestyle and you know, the difficulty of it as a crutch to excuse myself out of things that would literally be good for me. Like, what am I doing? So I kind of just got sick of that this week and I came to that realization and I was like, I'm sick of myself being lazy for myself. Like, I am literally being lazy towards my own self right now and I am I hate it. So I really wanted to just adopt this new lifestyle going into this week, or not really lifestyle, more of a mindset towards a lifestyle going into this week and stop using my current lifestyle as a crutch and, ex- and and an excuse and sort of just get back to you know what I know doing what I know is best for me instead of like falling into that whole like woe is me my life's hard right now type of mindset and keeping myself from doing things that I know are good for me because of that so hopefully this episode was like inspiring for y'all or you know, it helped you in some way or another, and I don't know if anyone else is dealing with this, like, routine rut right now, but I know I am, and it's hard, so (laughs) I hear y'all, and, you know, hopefully it was helpful, and what somebody needed to hear, but if y'all want to follow along with the podcast, just follow In Bloom Podcast on Instagram, it's just at In Bloom And if you want to join the Facebook group, you should do that as well. It's just In Bloom Podcast on Facebook, and it is the group, not the page. You can like the page if you want, but I, like, never post anything on it. I just have to have it to create a group, so that's why it exists. So that's why you may see a page and a group. But if you want to be in the actual group where, like, you can post and people can post, make sure you click on the actual group, so that's that but I hope you all have an incredible week or day or night when you're listening to this and I love y'all so much thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you all next Monday